What the fuck is up, you cowards? Ugh. We're back. Back in the drums. We're we're back again after a three day weekend, Chet. Yeah, that's right. What'd you do? Uh, well, funny enough, I haven't been going into the office, so I've been mostly working at home. So my weekends and weeks have been blurring together. But my new place, my new apartments are brand new. And there's a lot of young folk in military, so the weekends get pretty lit. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of tight. But uh, on Labor Day itself, I just rolled up. We got like a rooftop deck kind of thing. It's it's really cool. And my roommate and I, we didn't have any plans. So we're like, all right, well, let's just bring some beer, see if anyone's grilling. And sure enough. <laughs> oh, that's fucking sick. It was, it was a bunch of real cute girls, some cool dudes. They had music going they were grilling they had booze we brought some it was great okay was it like real cute as in ethnic cute women like the actual cute women or (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i take it back i take it back i'm not a racist uh (laughs) damn no but no they were it was uh it was mostly brown ladies okay that's that's interesting it was cool that's rare in san diego well because of the part of town i'm in now now i'm further east oh where the racists (laughs) and the ethnic people live yeah it's it's kind of funny because the white people there are way more likely to just be full-on rednecks just chilling in san diego but you also get a lot more black folk that's good and a lot fewer asians oh yeah no it's weird like that's the one ethnicity that isn't represented I in feel East County. Like that's like uh that's further west but further south as well, like Paradise Hills area. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Asians they kind of clump together a little more than the rest in Fair uh, enough. in San Diego at least. Yeah, yeah. Convoy, Paradise Hills. Yeah. I don't know, UCSD. National, yeah, UCSD, <laughs> National City, Mira Mesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all up in there. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I went up to L.A. and ate a fantastic meat. Ooh. It's called picanha. Oh, yeah, the Brazilians. Yes. Yee. Yes. It's a uh, top sirloin cap with the fat still on it. Ooh. And it's fucking magnificent, especially if you sous vide it. Oh, man. Yeah, and you cut it up just right. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby, I love your way. I also actually had some really good meat this last week. Pause. Yeah. Your uh, uh, your roommate dick you down just right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we went to this place called Turf Supper Club. Have you ever been there? No, I've never heard of it. It's it's pretty cool. It's kind of like the white version of Korean barbecue. Because oh, fuck that. So, you cook your own food. Yeah. Fuck. That. Oh, that's the one in downtown. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, what's cool about it is that you can get a sixteen ounce prime rib for twenty dollars. So, I'll cook my own meat for that. I mean, how much does it cost in a store, though? Yeah, but I don't have an open fire grill. Like, it's legit open fire, and then they have, like, all these seasonings and stuff. And you get other stuff with it. It's not just the meat. So I I refuse to go anywhere where I have to cook my own food. That's the point of eating out. No, I I definitely feel that. It was good enough that I, I wasn't too mad about it. I don't know if I would really go out of my way to eat there again. Because there is the lack of convenience of having to cook your own food. But if someone offered it, I wouldn't say no. Plus, their cocktails are... It's like $6 for a triple 
like they pour that shit like 70 30 ratio okay (laughs) so yeah i'm not mad at it then yeah i mean it's there's got to be something there right something that's a draw for people because if it's not the food it better be the drinks oh no the bar was packed i mean the whole place was packed really but like the bar you could barely walk through because like you can go there just to drink or you can go there to, to eat as well. But it was it was a cool spot. I would go back. I just don't know if I would go out of my way for it. Okay. Okay. But that was some damn good prime rib. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I Anytime that I go to a restaurant, and this is something that we may have talked about on the show, or I, it may have been one of those late night Discord talks where... I'm categorically opposed to buying certain things from certain places. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, a steak, right? I'm not going to go to the average restaurant for a steak. And this is what happened after I went to Ruth's Chris. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I could just make this at home. There's not any particular reason why you would go out of your way to go to a Ruth's Chris or a Donovan's or anything like that to order a steak. Yeah. Because it's kind of just like, well... I can just make this. Yeah. And having to go out of your way to go to the Turf Supper Club. Right. To, to cook make your it, own meat. It's like I can do this at home. Yeah. And I can drink at home. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I. Well, now actually I do have access to a grill. Just it's still a bit inconvenient. It's less inconvenient than going out to a restaurant. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I have to go to my rooftop by a certain hour. You know, that's not too bad. But uh, yeah, so I know what you, I know exactly what you mean. So yeah, it, I definitely understand if someone wasn't feeling it, I definitely can't blame them. Yep. I enjoyed it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to come over and make some picanha. Yeah, please do. It's uh, it's actually really cheap. All right. Clava, uh, our man's Clava managed to get it for, he got like three pounds for 20 bucks or something like that. That's not bad. 23, somewhere around there. Yeah. He went to a, a South American market, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, at that hipster butcher that I went to, they were charging sixteen ninety nine a pound. Ooh. Yeah. And I assume that's like grass-fed or something. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But I also went to a place with fancy drinks. Went to Neighborhoods noble experiment oh yes have you ever been there i have it's fucking expensive yeah oh is it yes it's it's incredibly expensive for their signature cocktails i don't know what they charge for the normal ones because after i had a beer and two cocktails i said well i bet this is going to be expensive let me let me me let's let's check that tab and it was i paid 41 47 for three drinks yeah that's pretty expensive i mean it's not like a club expensive but fuck club expensive i mean that's just about at club expensive for three drinks i mean a beer that's true there is a beer i paid 42 dollars for two cocktails at evo and i was mad about that fuck that (laughs) is that at that little where they have the bar fights thing it was it was a different spot it was at light which is a nightclub in the Mandalay Bay. It's it like the where they had the bar fights is more of a bar. This was straight up in a club. It's a cool club, 
but I am never buying alcohol from there again because I bring my own shit because it's Evo. Yeah. So, like, I have my own stuff anyway. So, for me to be paying $21 a pop and then and then you're supposed to tip on top of that, like, Just shit. Fuck that. And fuck that. Yeah, I was I was mad, but shit already made the drinks. So what am I going to do? Not pay for it you could just walk away from the bar yeah <laughs> uh, man the noble experiment what i really appreciate about it is it's actually like very the setup for it is very cool yeah it's so they have like a fake wall set up in the in the building in their restaurant yeah and it's behind a set of kegs so you when you look at it, it genuinely doesn't look like it goes anywhere. It just looks like kegs stacked up in a hallway. Yeah, it's basically like by the entrance to the bathrooms, there's just a false wall. And you just push it open, and there you have a whole nother bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've got... It's it's really, like, a beautiful place. Like It's, it's very super nice cool looking. in there. Like, the, the wall... It, it's really small, so, like, there's only one wall that you would be sitting on. That wall is just lined with fake skulls. Yep. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fucking rad. Yeah, I just happened to end up in there uh, during Comic-Con last year because I had a friend who works with Microsoft, and she was taking some coworkers there. And since we were there with Microsoft, it was all on Microsoft Dime. Yeah. So it was nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean... They have the money to spend on those drinks yep. <laughs> for the for the average broke boy individual such as myself. I that's it was a lot of fucking money. Yeah. It, God damn. But they were good drinks. They were yeah. really fucking good drinks. And this man poured it on thick too. This is a lot of liquor in him. But anyway. Yeah. It was it was a good time. I also went to the Ten Barrels tasting room that they opened up in San Diego. I'm unfamiliar. 10 Barrels is the company. So every once in a while, I'll post a picture on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at that Denzel, where it's a picture of like a sour, like a cucumber sour and a raspberry sour. Oh, yeah. So they make the cucumber and raspberry sour. All right. I enjoy those. They're very good. Yeah. The downside is they don't actually have kegs of those down in San Diego. Huh. The, the two beers that I'm actually interested <laughs> in drinking, they don't carry. And everything else, at least everything else that I tried, was fucking mediocre. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, they were just across the board. I tried four or five things, and I was just like, well, this these are all not very good. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I suppose. <laughs> The thing that really annoys me about breweries down here now is that half of them charge for tasters and the other half doesn't. Oh, yes. You can never tell what you're going to get. Yeah. It's two fifty for a taster. And mm. like that's like two ounces. Yeah, that's not a lot. It's why the fuck are you charging me for this? This is literally like spit in a bucket for your company. <laughs> but I real. guess it really adds up with a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm sure. Like it's smaller places, I can definitely see why they would do that. But on this other hand, getting your stuff out there, if you're confident in your product, giving your stuff out for free, you know, I don't think most people are out here taking like 10 tasters and then walking away. I'm yeah. sure that happens, but I don't I think mean, most people would do that. You just got to put a limit on it, right? Yeah, sure. Like, like 
three at most. Yeah, if you let's say like you have somebody who gets two tasters and they order one beer, so that's that's, that seems reasonably fine. Two tasters, no beer, you don't get any more tasters. Yeah, I guess that would be harder to enforce though, and like telling people no is something that companies don't like doing. Yeah, it is shitty to say nah you have to buy something yeah especially like with something like a brewery where for one there's a million of them down here and two a lot of what people come for is the atmosphere and the environment of being in there so to have your bartenders and everyone saying like get the fuck out of here you (laughs) (laughs) bass Come back later when you got some money, broke boy. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That'd be really funny. Actually, yeah. If they said it like that, then maybe you'd be in for something. <laughs> Somebody would be super offensive and they'd have to hop over the desk to the skinny little <laughs> fuck boy who said it to him. Yeah. I like, understandably, I, w- I could understand why somebody would be upset about it, but I would just laugh. Oh, yeah. At them. Oh, definitely. I'd be actually paying for my stuff because I'm not out here to mooch. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Don't. I, here's a tip: don't go out if you can't afford it. Yeah, you know it's real cheap to stay at home. Yes, yes, it is incredibly cheap. And another thing is that I think people put a little bit too much emphasis on looking like they have money. Like you can go out somewhere and just not spend anything. Like you can go to a brewery and just drink water. It sucks. But if you're just there to hang out, it's fine. And if your friends have money and you don't, they might just buy you something anyway. So, you know, just just a thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if all of you are broke, just go hang out somewhere free. Yeah, exactly. I, I did that a bunch, just chilling out in parks. Yeah. It's great. Go buy some cheap stuff, cheap liquor. Yeah. Whatever. Go I don't know, go buy a handle of Pop-Off and some squirt. Yeah, you know, there's some good cheap brands out there. Yeah, I, I used to do a fifth of Smirnoff ice and Sprite, like that, or not ice, Smirnoff green apple vodka. That would uh, that would carry us for a couple of nights. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I guess we should move forward. This is real nerd hour. The podcast <laughs> ostensibly about nerd shit and drinking and, and drinking, uh, featuring your boy Denzel and Chet. And this podcast is about anime, movies, music, life, drinking, a lot of drinking. Yeah, apparently. Uh, music. I think I said music you already. You did say music. Whatever. And other things. Yeah, There yeah. are things this podcast is about. We ain't about shit. It, that's, yeah, okay. Uh, I've been told I ain't shit before. Yeah, yeah. So fits i think we qualify as ain't shit but you know we're getting there yeah we'll see we'll see maybe one day maybe one day we can be shit (laughs) (laughs) uh chet you watch anything yeah actually uh today i just watched straight out of compton and that was it was cool i i did enjoy the movie i i was never really into gangster rap like nwa easy e like I knew about of them and I knew of some of their songs, but I never really fucked with them that heavy. But it was cool to see it. Like I kind of knew some of the background, but uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I think it was a little bit overhyped. I think because a lot of white people just found out about a lot of this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> wow! Did you know they really had guns with them? <laughs> oh shit! 
I think it's in part it's because of uh, new audiences. Yeah. And also it's one of the first good music biopics about a rapper. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said there. Rappers, excuse me. Well, yeah. Uh, Like the Biggie documentary or the biopic for Biggie was trash. Yeah. That one was horrible. Eight Mile was lauded, but that's because Eminem was in it. (laughs) Right. And it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be quite so biographical. I haven't actually seen Eight Mile. Me neither. Um, but I thought it was more of a character than like a biography. That's possible. I don't know. I that, that's my understanding of it. If we're wrong, then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> there was Get Rich or Die Trying. Was that the 50 yeah? That's cent fifty biopic? cent. Okay. Yeah. There's there are a lot of them about rappers that have come out and like even after Straight Outta Compton, people have been trying to make them. Right. There's one about Tupac that's coming out soon. It already came out. It already came out. Well, yeah. I guess that did well. It was bad. It was <laughs> it, as you would imagine it, it would be. I wasn't aware that it came out yet, so that means it's bad. <laughs> if it was good, you definitely would have heard about it. Yeah. There's been a few Tupac biopics, right? Yeah, I think the first one was like a documentary of like lost footage. I okay. I it's I don't remember. They were building like a story around him or something like that. Mm-hmm. I never understood like the Tupac reverence. Yeah. I, you know, not to sound like that guy, but I don't really fuck with Tupac's music like that. I'm more of a biggie guy. Yeah. And Tupac, I don't know, half of his discography was dog shit you know what i mean like after a certain point it was just not good yeah i don't know like i like some tupac songs but i'm not i never really fucked with them all that heavy and then people will you can't make a top 10 rappers list without having tupac in like the top three otherwise you're just getting reamed i yeah like i can understand that from a cultural standpoint but like I don't know, man. He's as far as like him being a pioneer. Like I understand his impact oh, on yeah. rap music as a whole for sure. Just like I acknowledge the Beatles' impact on rock music. Yeah, I still think the Beatles are fucking boring, and I hate their fans. <sighs> their fans really are what get me because yeah. they act like they're the best shit ever. Yeah, the Beatles have some good songs, but most of the songs that I enjoy by them aren't ones that were more popular. Yeah. Like, I don't care about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I don't care about Strawberry Fields Forever. Like, it's. I could. Your shit's boring. I don't know any of those songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Beatles are fucking so overrated. Mad overrated. God damn. But you have to give credit for their influence. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They. I mean, after stealing music from black people oh, yeah. uh, and slowly transforming it into rock music, they were just, they were exactly what rock music was yeah. for a very long time. You couldn't, and like when, when parents were saying like, oh, these guys are like Satanists or whatever, this is <laughs> the music of the devil. It like compared to the shit that you hear now that, yeah. it, that came from that, yep. it's like, yo, really? Yeah. I mean, what's really funny to me about music and like the way it evolves, every time someone does something new, it's Satan's music 
It's noise, it's brash, it's crash, it's garbage. Like, Rite of Spring by Stravinsky, the first time it was performed, like, this is in the 1800s. The first time it was performed, it caused a riot because people said this was this was barbaric. <laughs> it was so brutal and crass that people were upset at how how extreme this music was. Okay, so fast forward to jazz and people are talking about all oh, this is noise, this is trash. Okay, once that's accepted, fast forward to the, the beginning of rock and roll. Oh, this is Satanist and they're look at this, it's so sexual and like every time someone does something new, people are talking about like, oh no, that's devil music. I mean, to be fair, Guns and Roses and like hair metal. Yeah, from eventually, the 80s. eventually it was legitimately like, <laughs> "Yo, hail Satan, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> After a certain point, like I could see where the parents' cause for concern would right. come from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could understand why people would be a little upset at "fuck the police." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Like you, you can understand at like definitely towards the eighties. Yeah. It was just like, Oh shit. (laughs) Well, I don't want my kids watching this guns and roses music video with a girl playing with the cherry in her mouth. Yeah. They made that song, right? She's my cherry pie. I think that's, that's not guns and roses. No, no. It's, it was someone smaller than that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's rat. I don't know. Rat. Yeah, with two T's. I'm pretty sure that's wrong, though. <laughs> Warrant. Oh, Warrant. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They didn't make very much, many hits. They had a few. All right. No. But I did know that the, the lead singer of Warrant is allergic to cherries. Is he? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> so he hated that song because people would, like, throw cherries on stage and, like, offer him cherry pies and shit. And he's like, man, I can't even eat this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, don't get at me over 80s hair metal stuff. Oh, yeah. I I know nothing about arena music. I don't know anything about it. What's funny to me about a lot of those songs, like those songs were really popular, but a lot of those bands were one hit wonders. Mm -hmm. So... I can't really tell the difference between Twisted Sister and White Snake and Rat and Warrant and all that. I'm sure I could, but fuck if I know. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Straight Outta Compton was cool. Yeah, that I enjoyed it. Uh, people shit on that movie a little bit for like untrue things that were in it. But oh, I could see that. At the same time, it's just kind of like these people are still alive. Yeah. Like, what do you like? They're gonna make themselves look as good as possible. Right. What do you really expect? <laughs> Definitely yeah. wasn't as good as a lot of people were saying. It was cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to, well, I did watch most of Death Note, oh, the, okay. the anime, upon seeing the, <laughs> upon seeing the uh, the movie. Yeah. It. I mean, now I have more perspective on how different the movie and the anime were. I will definitely say the anime is better, but it also is getting bad. I'm on like episode 28, 29, something like that out of 36. And it is declining. I am rapidly losing interest in this series. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stick it through because I mean, I already got this far. But I think anybody who's really complaining about the movie 
being bad or being whitewashed or you know anything like that you just you were expecting too much yeah i i've always thought the anime was overrated yeah i mean it, it starts out cool yeah. but it gets the re- premise kicks ass yeah the premise is really cool i just think that if the show was 12 episodes it would have been a lot better like i think the movie's too short and the anime's too long mm-hmm. you know it it just gets I don't even mind the 40 chess stuff. It just gets too convoluted because now, spoiler alert, now the whole police force like has touched the death note. They can all see Ryuk. There was another Shinigami that was there and then died. There's a, a third Shinigami that came and got his death note because there was a third death note in play at a point. Like it's, It was just real convoluted, too wacky. Like... I don't know. I it's it's really lost my interest. Really, after L died, it just completely fucking jumped the shark. So, yeah, yeah. overrated, definitely. Fair enough. Fair enough. A lot of anime is overrated. Oh, that is for sure. Speaking of overrated anime, oh, I watched a, a Naruto Shippuden movie. Oh, which one? The Blood Prison, I believe it's called. I or, no, I, you know what? I don't know what any of the Naruto movies are, so <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> it, it's Naruto Goes to Prison. Excellent. And it's... Man, I, I really appreciate Naruto for the fact that they've got the budget to do things. Yeah. That's really all it is to me. It's <laughs> whenever I tried watching this movie not on mute and I was listening to it all the way through, I paid attention to the story and it just really just it annoyed me. It's not mm. good. It's not good at all. And it's the ugh, fuck, the animation in a lot of parts are really fucking cool though. Mm-hmm. So there's there are certain parts of the film where the warden at the prison, are, he's fighting dudes. And there's a fight scene that's fucking badass in there. It's not as good as what I'll get to later, but there's there's a lot of shit in that movie that's like really cool. Like, this is a cool set piece. Mm-hmm. Or this is a cool fight scene. Or seeing this gigantic frog in a full 60 frames per second or oh, maximum yeah. amount of frames per per second whatever whatever fps they're doing their fucking frames at it looked good it looked fucking amazing yeah like seeing a gigantic frog like and it's got weight to it and stuff do really cool shit Mm -hmm. like that was cool but as far as like the voice acting is fine the story is dumb and (laughs) this naruto encapsulates exactly the problem that i have with anime it is hyper preachy and it's not it there's never i don't know i haven't seen all of it so i can't necessarily say whether or not this is the case but it doesn't seem like there's ever a point where he grows up and just stops asking people like why are you doing this why do you need to hurt people don't you have friends isn't love better than better than hate stop hating people stop trying to kill people and like actually just goes about his business like a normal human would like you know what 
I'm sick of asking people. <laughs> like they're even in the offset of of Naruto, like when he runs into Zabuza, the guy with the fucking gigantic sword, right? Yeah. Like he and he's like trying to get his motivation or whatever. And he's like, why would you do it's like dog, no. Like as a child you learn that lesson, right? Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like you want to know why people are doing it. But like ten years later or however many years later, six years, I don't know how many years later, when you're like a teenager, you just my question is, like, how hopeful and nice was his life between Naruto and Shippuden for him to be able to ask the same stupid fucking questions? Like, why hasn't he ever been able to learn a lesson? He's a shitty protagonist. And, like, the way at the end of the movie where everybody came to his aid and shit and they were just like, oh, we knew you were framed this whole time. We're here because... You know, we need to stop this evil from happening. And the only way to stop it was by framing you. But you couldn't know about it. And it's just like... Why does everybody like him so much? He's a fucking idiot. I think that's literally why they like him. Because he's dumb? Because he's so simple and just... Like... The only people who would dislike him... Are incredibly cynical... So in the in the context of yeah hey. <laughs> in the context of the show that makes them look like the asshole cuz he's just trying to help everyone he just wants everyone to be happy and the only people who are against that are like no no one should be happy it's like i don't know it's if you, it's it's totally unrealistic yeah i i wish for however many episodes, I want to say maybe 600. Fingers crossed. I, I didn't look it up. I that have sounds, no idea. That sounds close. So in 600 episodes, nobody's ever stopped to tell him like, yo, this is not how real life works, dude. This, I mean, you have people who literally murdered entire villages and some guy in the movie, one of the prisoners there murdered an entire village because a girl rejected him. Damn. And it's just like, this is this is what the world is like. Yeah, it sounds like a typical school shooting. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's this is this is what the world is like beyond whatever village you're from, dude. Right. This is this is real life. Not everybody's got good motivations. Not every person is a good person. You don't have to fight for every person. All you have to do is make sure, like, if you're if your goal is to stop them from doing what they're doing, don't hold a 15 minute conversation in the middle of this fucking movie with the villain trying to examine why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, I, as an audience member, don't care. And if anime was better, they would be able to do things more subtly. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem is because Naruto is still at its core kids show. You know, the the target audience is like between 10 to 14. Granted, the audience is much wider than that, partially because it's been going on so long. So the 12 year olds that were 12 when it started are now 25, probably older than that, actually. But (laughs) (laughs) you get my point. Yeah. So, yeah, they have to do some things like that because kids won't pick up on the subtlety. But yeah, no, his unrelenting optimism and the way people are so accepting of it is pretty unrealistic in real life someone would take advantage of someone so naive yeah just constantly i don't even think there's a person like that in the show 
I mean, there are yeah, elements I mean, of it, I think. Like, I think Sasuke th- fucks with him like that a few times. But it's not, like, a consistent somebody's just fucking taking advantage of this kid. Yeah, no, there's never really a point when that would have come up. Because the only people telling him what to do are people who actually have his back. Mm. So that's it. Like, oh. there's no one around to take advantage of him. And But he does have more realistic people on his side. Like, if someone said, hey, Naruto, uh, go behind that dumpster, you get your dick sucked. Kakashi would be like, all right, Naruto, don't. You're not going to get your dick sucked. Just chill. They're going to jump you. Yeah, fair enough. So, you know. Another thing that bothers me about the show and I know how it ends because it's Come already on. out there. It's ended. He becomes a leader of this village. And yeah. at some point, presumably, he grows up. But it's hard to tell when. Yeah. What's funny is... So they have the the sort of spin-off sequel, whatever, Boruto, about his kid. And, you know, he's he's still the leader of the village. And he has grown up. Like, he is more adult. But it's a complete 180 on his character. Like, he is basically unrecognizable as being Naruto in this series. <laughs> which is to a fault. Like, I, I would have accepted him growing up, but now he's just someone else. Now he's just some old asshole. Old being, like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> some old asshole that's completely lost touch, doesn't love his kids, and apparently isn't nearly as strong as he was at the end of his own show. So, really? Oh, yeah. That's the part that pisses me off the most. Like, him and Sasuke are, by the end of the show, are basically like embodiments of Chakra. They should not be losing to anyone. And then in the first fight, they get washed. <sighs> Both of them. Like, what the fuck happened, guys? I know you're out of practice, but you should still be at least top two. It's. I think it's a really terrible show, and I, granted, I haven't watched all of it, and maybe we're wrong, and somebody's gonna tell us we're wrong, but I fucking doubt it. Yeah, it, it just seems like a really terrible kids show. Like after Naruto got some pussy, he grew up immediately and <laughs> lost his fucking powers. That's that's basically all. Now I will put a disclaimer on Baruto because it's not actually written by the same guy. He just is giving his supervision on it. He's like executive producer, essentially. So the people who are writing it, I think just have a different vision. <laughs> like, I feel like he would have done it differently. I would have done it differently, but... They got to keep making that money. Got to capitalize hey, on the people who still love that show, the fucking idiots. Get them stacks, baby. Yep, I just called you an idiot if you like Naruto. <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah, hold that. <laughs> Second thing I watched was the blood spray of Ishikawa Goemon. Oh, yes, that's the Lupin. Lupin, the third yeah, that's movie. the one. Yeah, the last one that came out was Daisuke Jigen's Gravestone. And prior to that, it was a woman called Fujiko Mine. And apparently what I read online is they're all related to each other. They're all sequels. Okay. So 
first it's Fujiko's, then it's Daisuke's, then it's Goemon's. Okay. And they're they're all actually very fucking good. Cool. This okay. one was directed by Takeshi Koike. He also did Redline. Oh, okay. And this this anime is f- fucking brutal. This is this shit is sick. Oh, I believe it because Goemon, he's the samurai. Yes. So we we cutting. Yes. Yeah. The movie the movie opens up, and I will note that I did watch this one with subs. Oh, okay. And it's because I fucking wanted to see it real fucking bad. Good. It's fucking dope. Good. What ends up happening is somebody puts a hit out on Lupin, Jigen, and Fujiko. And in the process of trying to kill them, that the person who is the hitman in this case, he comes across Goimon, who's protecting somebody, and madness ensues from there Mm -hmm. there are a lot of really dope things that happen in this fucking 50 minute movie technically it's two episodes oh but it's really it's well animated there's a there's something that's really annoying that happens in this movie and essentially in the middle of it it gets fucking slow oh it basically grinds to a halt and typically in other movies what would happen is in other like I don't know, non-OVA anime movies, non-anime movies, what ends up happening is rather than grinding completely to a halt, there's still action going on even if one of the main characters is out of commission, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, what they do is they just let it drag. And it's a real big bummer. Cool. Real big bummer. It's really annoying too. But... Outside of that, like the beginning, the latter third of the middle and the end are fucking sick. There are some really well animated fight scenes in this. I would imagine so. And it's just gorgeous. It's a gorgeous movie. Cool. And I recommend it for everybody to watch. Yeah, I should go through and watch that series. Because I I do enjoy Lupin the Third. And I've heard nothing but good things about those OVAs. So... I should do that. Yeah, yeah. Fujiko Mine is more. I don't like. I don't want to say cerebral. It's more abstract than any of the other ones. Sure. It's like basically some dude really wished that she was a real person, <laughs> and like basically made a show about how much he loved her. That's that's my take on it. It okay. may be a hot take, but it's very fan servicey. It's. It's not, I wouldn't even really call it like a loop on the third show. Interesting. It's more, it's more of her own thing. And it's, it's well done. Yeah. But it's, I wouldn't consider it a loop on the show at all. Just like I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call this last one, uh, the Goimon movie, really a a loop on the third thing. Like they're in it, but it's like. Barely. Like barely. Right. Like it's more, it's more of its own thing. Like the gravestone of Daisuke Jigen, that one is closest to Loop on the Third as you're gonna okay. get. I mean, that makes sense. He's the most closely related to Lupin. Yeah, like in the group. Yeah, he talks. He's he he's willing to have the bants. 
bants, bants, bants with with Lupin. He'll they'll sit down. Basically, like the way that I see it, anyway, is like Jigen's his friend, his actual friend. Yeah. Whereas like he's Lupin is trying to constantly fuck Fujiko, and Fujiko is all about the paper. Yeah. So she doesn't really give a fuck. Yep. And Goimon is their quote unquote bodyguard. Right. But but those two are actually friends. Yeah. 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 And I, it's it's really well done. I recommend checking it out. It's as far as like anything that I've seen this year. It's definitely the best anime that I've seen this year. Okay, like above My Hero Academia and all that other shit. Like even though the good season of My Hero Academia <laughs> came out last year, yeah, yeah, this is this is the best thing that I've seen. Uh, and sadly, the rest of the segment just goes downhill from here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> because I watched Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars. All right. And it's got Casper Van Dien and Dina Meyer in it, which are two characters from the original Starship Troopers movie. Okay. Casper Van Dien plays Rico. And Dina Meyer plays the woman whose name I forgot. She's not the one who's the admiral. Okay. She's the one who dies in the movie. Like the one that was all over Rigo's dick. And she's back? Is this a prequel? No, it's not a prequel. She just happens to come back? Well, okay. I guess this is fine as a spoiler. It's not that big of a deal. But he's he's essentially stuck in a desert and he doesn't have any water. Uh, So he's like hallucinating and shit. So she does the voice for herself her character and it's not good (laughs) it's not like i don't want to say it's completely awful because it's not it doesn't rate on that scale for me and maybe maybe there are extremes in my head where most things land in the mediocre range and at the very very end of the sliver of the scales like there's very very bad and very very good yeah and then like even small like if i had to break it out as percentages maybe like everything between 10 and 90 percent lands in mediocre land yeah and only one percent of things i think are fucking amazing and only one percent of things i think are fucking just terrible and should be avoided at all costs (laughs) I would say if I had to give this like a score, I would say it's in the lower 50%, but it's not, it's not bad. I mean, it's interesting. The CG is pretty good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look wacky or anything. The story is all right, but the thing is they don't lean into the aspects that made Starship Troopers like the funny and depressing movie that it was. Mm. They kind of are just telling a one-off story about, this thing that's happening on Mars and there's like a little bit of um, modern life in it like a reflection of what society is right now because there's a political figure in the show that's essentially obsessed with likes (laughs) and there's it's really weird and they have what's his name Neil DeGrasse Tyson no 
Patrick Harris, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, NPH. NPH. Yeah, they have his character in the movie oh, as well yeah. as the other woman's character, the right. the admiral's character in the movie. But they're not voiced by the people who originally played them because they got too big. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's. I mean, it's all right. I really, I enjoyed it watching it because it's just kind of like um, a shut your brain off thing and just enjoy what's going on on screen. Mm-hmm. I I liked it for that, but it's not something that's too incredible. The story is exactly, as soon as it's set up in the beginning, you know exactly what's going to happen. Gotcha. And there, there's nothing exceptional about it. I, I'm upset that it's not actually satirical. Uh, it's not funny. They kind of cast off what happened or how the characters behaved in the original Starship Troopers with a mm. quick line from Rico who says, oh, yeah, I was real dumb in high school. Oh, well. And it's like, well, yeah, yo, you were, but it doesn't, this isn't the kind of turnaround that somebody that's as dumb as you were <laughs> makes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, having the original actors and it didn't really add to the story at all. I wouldn't think so. What it's I, been a while. Yeah, exactly. And it's in the future as well. It takes place like, I don't know, maybe 15 years, 20 years in the future or something like that. Gotcha. Where everybody's old and grizzled. Yes. <laughs> it's a time skip. Yeah, yep. I mean, I would recommend watching it if you got nothing else to watch. Hey. If you kind of just say, hey, should I watch this thing? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah give not? it a shot. Fuck it. It's not it's not the best thing in the world, but it's, I like it. Yeah. Like, but me saying I like things really has no bearing on whether or not they're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can definitely appreciate bad things, too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but oof. all right, you can hop on the sub Reddit Chia at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours, and you can ask us a question from there. Give us your hot takes, hot takes, and uh, you can get on your email and send us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Chia, if you really want to know some stuff, G. Uh, first question comes from Kokanen, and he says, he or she, I don't know if it's a he. I assume all of our listeners are male unless we know otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> unless proven to be otherwise. <laughs> Even you, Nikki. Yeah. Prove it. Fucking prove it. Yeah, I just kind of operate with the assumption that we personally know every female listener of this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, it's Obasu, Obasu sister, Zalora and Nikki. Nikki. And there's a couple others, but yeah, like all of them. Hold on. Are any of them cute and single? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) How you doing? Welcome to real nerd hours. Mm. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit well anyway Kokenen asks I just got caught up on My Hero Academia if you were born in their world with the stipulation that you can't choose a hero caliber quirk what would your quirk be I would just like to point out that quirks do not define the heroes it's how you use them man you can have a shitty quirk but make it work for you you gotta believe, man. You gotta believe. 
so yeah, uh, you can really do anything. <laughs> I would maybe have a quirk where I don't have to eat or sleep. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, and I would just be fine. My brother once told me of a really cool concept of a hero ability, where it was it was in a dream he had where I had the ability, had complete knowledge of my own body, like I could. I was 100% flexible in any possible human way. I could move however I wanted. You know, like how some things you just wish you could be a little bit stronger and you wish you could be a little bit... No, whatever it was, I got it. Nutrition, got it. Like, just everything had complete encyclopedic knowledge of my own body at all times. I thought that was cool. So, yeah, we'll go with that. That works. Yeah. Next question comes from... 085x what up peeps love the podcast thanks buddy my question to you chet is can we call denzel oni chan from this point on hearing him cringe is hilarious don't you fucking do it denzel oni chan what's the next question des god i fucking hate that the nihonglish users oh nihonglish oh, it's so good oh god oh, i got thank you goes i much god damn oh, i fucking hate that shit so much oh it's... fucking kill me denzel son no not even that <laughs> not even that more more totem says long time listener but i listen while at work so only half pay attention to any given show sorry if already discussed did you guys check into the parasite anime the series is mostly enjoyable and i would recommend it even if the series had a stephen king quality let down ending then again the end is actually the end in a world where everything leads into more for the sake of money, I can appreciate this show had the balls only to throw down one season. Thoughts? Well, I can also appreciate that, yeah, they got one season, that was it. I mean, that's that's cool. I liked it. I never actually watched it. Yeah, you should check it out. It's uh, it's. If I had to give it a score, it'd probably be about like 70, 80, somewhere around there. Okay, not too bad. I might check it out. Uh, I... Lost interest once I learned that there wasn't more dick hands involved. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually, the, the concept of the show is pretty cool. I don't remember what the ending was, but... Clearly I, it wasn't I, good. Yeah. I, I, I would recommend it either way. Actually, that, here's a fun experiment. The first Hulk movie, if you come across, if this ever comes up, and you come across someone who's seen it, ask them how the movie ends. For the listeners, if you've seen the movie, just think about it. How does that movie end? Doesn't doesn't it end with him turning into the Hulk again? Well, yeah, but before that, like the last fight. Isn't it just him like jumping around, smashing tanks and shit? No. Uh, here's, here's the synopsis of the ending. He and his dad are strapped into a machine. Also his dad's around and he's, he had something to do with him becoming the Hulk in the first place. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it worked in the movie, but 
his dad gets strapped into this machine that gave him superpowers and he basically becomes the elements. So the Hulk starts fighting his dad who starts out as like a cloud. <laughs> and then his dad becomes the ocean. So the Hulk starts fighting the ocean and wins. <laughs> huh? Yep. Huh? Yeah. Go, go watch the last 20 minutes of that movie. That movie was terrible. I'll have to check that out. And that's the ending makes no sense. So yeah, that's a fun little game for you. Norseman says, I'm catching up on last week's episode, and you talking about the neighbor making Chet's chair move reminded me of the scene in Hustle and Flow where DJ, I guess that's his name, DJ? Could be. Goes to his neighbors and offers them weed to make them turn down the music. Have you ever considered offering your neighbors weed to make them quiet down? Smiley face. What did you think of the movie? Is it good? Is the music good? I personally liked it, but I'm a middle-aged white Scandinavian, so I really don't know anything about hustling or hood life in general, and my taste in music probably sucks. Keep up the good work. Love the show. Even if I don't care much about anime. It's okay. All we do is talk about anime is bad anyway. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shadows Norseman. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never considered offering my neighbors weed. It might work for Chet at his new place. It probably will. Well, <laughs> actually, no, funny enough, because they're all military, all they're interested in is psychedelics because they get tested and shrooms and acid don't show up. So that's what they want. Well, I, I'm not about to go out buying shrooms and acid. Yeah, those things are actually surprisingly hard to find. I'm sure I could find it. I just. Well. Don't. I guess I don't have connects anymore. I just don't want to buy it. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, neither of us have seen Hustle and Flow, so we'll have to get back to you on that one. I'm never going to watch it. Just based on whatever music they were playing during whatever award they won was, It that doesn't sound appealing. It just sounds like TV rap music. Uh. Because even in a show like Empire, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but there's like a difference between how things sound in real life and how it's presented in a movie yeah like, or even in a tv show like empire is a show strictly about rap music but when i go to listen to the show and listen to the music from the show it's not good no it, no it i yeah i don't understand how empire's music is so bad because they like they have a budget like they yeah. have names in there like, they also bring in people to produce certain songs like to help create certain songs i think it's it's extra commercialized like john yeah. legend for example makes some commercial ass music a lot of it's good a lot of it yeah whatever but when he's making stuff for tv shows or movies it just sounds extra commercial and it's like it lacks character. Yeah. And I think I think as a musician, like having to write for something specific and like you're writing as if another character wrote it, you don't want it to be your stuff. So it's not going to have the same soul to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I also just wanted to there was there was I watched a bit of Empire. There was a line because it's, it's like a, it's a whole family. They're they're all rappers and stuff. Dad used to be a rapper, whatever. Or R&B guy, something. But they make a song together where it's like the father and the three sons. They all make a, a song together. 
and someone gets at the youngest son because he has the first verse. He has the first rap verse. And someone's like, hey, why'd they put you on first? Everyone knows they saved the best for last. Everyone knows the last verse is the best verse. That's a goddamn lie. Most rap yeah. verses, the first verse is the one that gets all the play. <laughs> That's super dumb. That's super dumb. Like, who wrote this shit? Somebody who doesn't listen to rap music frequently. Yeah. Or that kid, whatever his name is, the son of the Empire guy. The He just doesn't know rap music well enough to right. be able to say like... Oh, no, that's not true. J Electronica's verse on Control wasn't the best verse. It was Kendrick's. Come on. He was the second verse. Or, oh. no, one, no one's putting on Mercy and then singing 2 Chainz' verse in that. Hey, okay, I now, love that verse. That is a good verse. I should have said oh, Kanye's on. verse. Kanye's verse is fucking terrible. Let me see if I can remember 2 Chainz's two chains part. Oh fuck! Yeah, I can't remember Highest how it starts on an airplane. I know it's like I'm drunk or high at the same time, time. drinking champagne, champagne on the airplane, airplane. shooting off like gun range. Some fuck. Yeah, hold on, yo girl, cut your hair. Now yo girl, need a bad hair. <laughs> fuck. Fucking great hair. A one, change the color of a color. Black backpack, black diamonds, coop the color of. Fuck, I don't, yeah, I don't remember yeah. when it comes on though. I fucking yeah. Shut oh, up. it's catch up to my campaign. Coop the color of mayonnaise. That, I'm yeah. drunk and high at the at same, same time. Drinking champagne, champagne on an airplane, airplane. <laughs> spitting guns, spitting rounds like a gun range. <laughs> I fucking love that verse. Yeah, I fucking love that verse. I do suicides on the tall bus. <laughs> I do suicides on the yeah, private, private jet. jet. Does that mean that I'm flying to death? Fucking Kanye. Samurai from Jack the Face Ripper says, and or ask. I think it was the last episode with Eric. You guys mentioned subtitles being on at people's houses because you got, or maybe your own, no clue. But I always have subs on. I need to have them on because I got two kids under six. And if I don't have subs on, I'm not getting half the shit that's being said. Tell the kids shut the fuck up. Okay. Then I have to answer to my wife. Who's asking, what do he say? Who's that? Why are they doing that? Fuck. We're watching the same fucking program at the same fucking time. I'm experiencing story development at the same rate as you are. I'm not clued in early like I'm in the fucking Screen Actors Guild and I get scripts in the mail. Subtitles on? Problem solves itself. I also can't stand going to a fucking sports bar with a shit ton of TVs and not one is subtitled. Especially if they're doing a rundown type show or post game. Well, that's great. I'll just stare at these two dickheads on TV having a conversation. That's fun. Fair enough. I definitely agree with you on that last part. Like, I don't really pay attention to a lot of sports, but at restaurants, it's usually what's being played, like Sports Center or something. And if there's no subtitles, cool. I get to watch this play-by-play sometimes. I, I... I understand exactly where you're coming from. The The issue is the subtitles being on here is weird because I am a single male and I live with another single male and it's weird to have subtitles on <laughs> if you're single and you're just sitting and you're watching a movie. I don't know. Like I, I, I can do either way. I often just leave them on for Netflix 
Is it like a default setting? Will it, if you leave it on on one show, will it, it carry over to everything else? Yeah. Uh, I guess that makes sense then. So, yeah, I, I often just leave it on. But what's cool about having subtitles, especially like since it's Netflix, like say House of Cards that's produced by Netflix, they have access to the script. So the subtitles are 100% accurate, including things that you can't actually hear. Like if there's a crowd murmuring or someone's talking on the cell phone, oftentimes it's really soft or just muttered, but the subtitle will actually say what it is. And sometimes that actually leads to some better insights or like you'll catch a joke that you wouldn't normally, but I don't know, I just leave them on and just say, fuck it. <laughs> Fair enough. One flow. Okay. Though the question, something just came to mind, Chet. Was that? The question from Norseman just reminded me of something that I fucking hate seeing in movies. What you got? I hate seeing basketball being played in movies. <laughs> because I've watched so much basketball in my life that when it's replicated on film, it's just dog shit. <laughs> it just looks bad. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about the music as well. Like yeah. I've, I've listened to so much of it in my life especially rap music i know how it's supposed to sound yeah and like on empire or on hustle and flow the one song that i heard from <laughs> hustle and flow mind you right it just sounded like it was inauthentic yeah that's often the case with movies man like i mean i i, I haven't really worked in the music industry i would say but i mean i've been playing music for most of my life and i you know i'm an artist I'm black. <laughs> you know, I got, I got artists. I know, right? <laughs> you know, but, you know, I have things about my life that will sometimes get represented in movies. You know, I'm not a plumber. That's not exactly the most glamorous job. You don't really see that in movies too often. But when people try and replicate or, like, represent a lot of this stuff on screen, it's so fucking fake. And it's really frustrating. Like, I was in... I was about to join marching band when the movie drumline came out. Like I was, I think I was going into ninth grade when that movie came out. So I had a bit of a misrepresented idea of what marching band would be like. Not to say that, you know, I expected it to be like the movie, but just some of the things in that movie, like having the main character be that good and he doesn't know how to read music at all. That's not happening. If you're in, <laughs> if you've been in marching band, you're gonna know how to read music. You have to. It just, it just comes with the territory. You will pick it up along the way. Yeah. Even now, like I'm learning how to play guitar again. I know how to read some sheet music. Right. And it's just by virtue of having looked up what songs I want to play. Yeah. Like it. I'm just gonna give a quick tangent on sheet music. Like it looks like a foreign language. Because it kind of is like you just have to treat it as okay. We're speaking another language here. It it all means something. What does it mean? And there's gonna be some advanced stuff that not everyone's gonna know, but you probably won't need to know that unless you're an advanced musician. Fair enough. And, or if you speak Italian, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> there was there were a couple other things that came in. Uh, one of them being Trevor Slattery got real upset because I uh, said that the Death Note movie was all right. <laughs> and I don't I don't know. One thing, I just need to know this. Did I ever... I've never said I have, like, good taste, right? We've never claimed to be experts 
or that our word is law or that our taste is what yours should be i don't know like as long as i've i just need to know that i've never said i have good taste because (laughs) (laughs) that is that's categorically false (laughs) i can tell you that much i drink four loco regularly i like bud light with lime so and i know what good beers is supposed to taste like those aren't it but (laughs) i i can't say that i've got good taste please please never in your life assume or even treat my taste as good just treat it as my own we are nothing if no never mind (laughs) no all right well so mickey emails us askrnh at gmail.com whoop he says hey guys god damn it i love it when you guys are raging about sociopolitical issues thanks i wasn't sure if anyone actually enjoyed those (laughs) (laughs) denzel your rant about agency through knowledge really struck a chord with me and i wanted to share a quick insight that relates to it during apartheid many south african wine farmers utilized what was known as the dope system oh a quick little sum mickey here is south african and my stepmother is actually from south africa so what's up i'll be down in cape town at some point in my life I'll be sure to say what's good. (laughs) Yeah, because she's actually from Johannesburg. So, you know. Does she hate Kaffas? No, she's married to a black man. Kaffas. Kaffa. (laughs) No, actually, on that, they were dating. Like, they first started dating in, like, 93, which I think was right after apartheid ended. God damn. So they were like walking down the street holding hands. They were getting mad dirty looks. So your dad was in South Africa? Yeah, he travels the world for his work, which often puts him in Africa because he does stuff with um, pipelines, undersea pipelines and stuff. Oh, so your dad's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, some <laughs> some of it's not. Some of it's not. He... He doesn't make the, the rules. They just, just pay for it. You know, what can I say? Like, I'm not out here going to defend it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. He right. does also do things that don't destroy the environment, but you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So you got, they got mad dirty looks. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So dope is local slang for booze and this system basically involved paying farm laborers partially or entirely in alcohol in lieu of money as you might imagine the effect was that over time the already impoverished black community in my city would become dependent on alcohol and this would bleed into other new prevalent problems such as poverty poor standards of health and education and an increase in violent behavior Our community is now recognized as having some of the most violent gang culture in the world, as well as local birth rates affected by fetal alcohol spectrum syndrome being among the highest in the world. During 2014, I was working on a fishing trawler, and I recall one day, one of the crew's daughters came running to the skipper while her father wasn't around, and he asked that he give his wages directly to her instead of her father. Later on, I asked the skipper why, and he revealed that the guy in question was known to blow his wages entirely on booze, and that was not uncommon among the fishing community. Stay keeping it real. Easy Mickey, Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, that's that's real shit. Like, that's fucked. It's super fucked. Jeez. <laughs> I I, oh, I didn't wow. actually know about that. I, I'm I had heard of the dope system before, but I never really. 
I never put any thought into it of like how badly it would fuck up the community. Cause I mean, if you're paying your, your people in booze, you're paying them in weed. Now you're just asking for a, just an epidemic. Yeah. That's, that's how you really fuck up communities. Yeah. That's, Jeez. that's fucked up. But you know, thanks. Thank you for the insight. Thank you for, for giving your input on that. So, okay. Uh, real quick for everybody listening and shout out to you sociopathic sunshine uh i have your question sitting in my inbox on reddit this is this is something that i'm not sure about so whenever you send me something in my dms just let me know whether or not you want me to read it on the show and that'll clear that up for me because when you send something directly and this is part of the reason why i ask that you send stuff to either the email or the subreddit because if you send something to me directly the assumption is if you don't tell me you want it right on the show then i'm not going to read it on the show or don't forget that you can also opt to have something read anonymously yes yes so you know if you do want us to to read it aloud but you just don't want your name attached to it just let us know yes you can you can definitely dm us you can dm either of us if you really want to um you can send that to the email. Only Chet and I have access to it, and that way both of us will see it. Um, yeah, just just putting that out there. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for voicemail. Gia. All right, all right, all right. I got another question, right? So I come, and I see this dude right in front of me, and he just blasts out this cloud of smoke. So let me ask you guys this. What do you guys think about blazing it and then driving? Because I think, right, that it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's just you drive real slow, taking it 25 down to 30. It's all good. You're driving safe, you know? You know, just, just smoking it up, you know, just driving around. It's all good. What do you guys think? All right, hit me back. Were you high when you sent this? Were you Were you on the reefer? Uh, <laughs> Were you smoking the devil's lettuce? We here at RNH do not advocate driving while under the influence of any substance, legal or illegal. Yep, it's. I've heard many uh, anecdotal tale of people driving fine when they're high. I mean, I've heard plenty of anecdotal tales of people saying they drove fine when they were drunk. But generally speaking, I cannot say it's a good idea the best condition to drive in is sober. And even then, and even then, you know, you know, the the roads is dangerous out here. We got more auto accidents than just about anything else. So yeah, never do it. Don't do it. You know, be careful out there. It's wild on these streets. Indeed it is. So, all right, I'm up to episode something or other, not current. What do you guys feel about, getting drunk with co-workers and more to the point getting drunk with co-workers at work dangers issues questions cause man you can get drunk and some real shit will come out alright give it back that's definitely one of the things that I really miss about working at the spot that I used to work 
because everybody was in the same age range and then you could leave work and immediately go get fucked up with your with your friends these people were my friends i miss i miss you legend yo funny enough i've been to a couple of legend parties and those people would turn up yes like yeah (laughs) yes because they worked all the time and hardly ever had time to spend the money. Yeah. And just, it was a good time. I miss those people. This My job now, fuck them. I'm not drinking with any of them. <laughs> except for a, a few of the people in accounting. They're fucking cool. They're all older ladies, though. Oh, man. They're all fun to talk to, though. Oh, they man. All, they all talk shit, too. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, old ladies. Like, when people say, like, old ladies gossip, like, y'all, old ladies gossip. <laughs> yeah, that's for real, though. Yeah, drinking with coworkers is a ton of fun. We would occasionally have like bonding experiences. Like we um we would go to a, as a company to the Del Mar racetrack. It's just a big historic racetrack down here. The first time we did it after the track, we went to one of our coworkers' places and we just got fucked up at his house and that was that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, it was the first time I really enjoyed hanging out with a couple of those guys. So I highly recommend it whenever you get the chance, but on the job, maybe only if you're with people you can trust. Yeah. You have to already like them. Yeah. Don't, don't drink with any busters at your work. That'll probably snitch and go to HR. Right. Or like anyone who can't hold their liquor. So you're all like three, four beers deep. And then one guy's in here stumbling, not doing his work and shit. Yeah. I definitely have been drunk at work before. It's not, I mean, I always do it in the last two hours. Yeah. So, I mean, the last two hours of work, jack shit's getting done anyway. Yeah. I've never been, like, drunk drunk, but I've definitely been buzzed. I've definitely had multiple drinks during one lunch period. Yeah. But never, never dangerously drunk. Yeah. I mean, be careful with it. Don't get fired. Yeah, really. Because that's definitely grounds for termination. <laughs> Yo, guys, uh, this is Magetto from Reddit and oh, Big Show IRC. Um, I'm actually calling about something that was brought up, I think, over two months ago now. Uh, I've been listening to this show since the beginning, but I've never really been into anime. So in that part of the show, I've always just kind of zoned out. I mainly listen for, like, I don't know, hearing about the other tech tips, video games, and music festivals and such. But then, finally, Denzel brought up that he watched or started watching Ping Pong the Animation. And that's the one anime that I've ever watched and honestly, truly loved the whole thing, like, straight through. And so when you said you were listening to it, you brought it up and said you listened to, like, two episodes and then never brought it up again. So I waited, and I was like, I'm not going to be this guy. I'm not going to call another man and ask his opinion about an anime. But I've waited too long. Denzel, did you finish watching the show, and what did you think about it? Chet, if you haven't watched it, you should, because there's a lot of good... It made its rounds around the uh, the melee fighting game community for a little while too, just because there's a lot of good themes in there about anybody who gets really passionate and competitive about a hobby. So I feel like anybody could could really get into it. There's a lot of talk about like talent versus skill. Yeah. I don't know. That's enough. But Denzel, <laughs> let me know what you thought. And uh, yeah, great show, guys. Thanks a lot. Peace. And thank you. Thank you, Magetto. 
That was one of the clearest voicemails we've ever received. Right? (laughs) (laughs) You sounded great. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, As far as finishing ping pong, no, I haven't. I'll come back next week. Yeah. You know what? Just for you, I'm going to blaze through that shit, too. Yeah. It's only a few episodes. It's fucking fantastic. All right. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I just, I don't know why I never got back to it. I, I do that with anime sometimes. Just like, I'll watch a few episodes or read a few chapters, enjoy it, and then just drop it yeah. for no reason. Fair enough. It happens. We'll let you know next week. Yeah, we'll we'll get to you next week. Sorry, man. Yeah. Watch more anime. I mean, it that, sucks, <laughs> but I, that's terrible advice. Don't watch any anime. Yeah, but you know... There ain't much out there that's much better. We got young Sheldon coming to TV. What does that tell you? (laughs) (laughs) The end is near. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, it's Dr. Dirty D calling in response to that voicemail about black people choose to commit crimes. Uh, Yeah, it is a choice. I've lived in my entire family, criminals mostly, except for my parents and stuff. And... When you have a food drought and you don't have a car and you don't have this, you don't have that, it's hard. It's tough. I've been without water. I've been without food. I've been homeless. In fact, I'm 27 years old. I just got my first car last year. And that's really brought me up in the world. But it took a long time to get there. There's always a choice. You can always choose to finish high school. You can always choose to try to look for a better way. That's, that's all I got to say on that one. Thanks for listening, guys. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm. This is what I'll do. I'm gonna go ahead and leave it at this. Leave it. I leave it at the voicemail. I'm. I'm not gonna add to the discussion. I'm not gonna detract any. Take, I'm not gonna try to take anything away from what you just said. I'm just gonna leave it at that voicemail. But hey, shout out to you for making it though. Yeah, like, getting Congrats. your own, getting your own car, making it out of a, a shitty situation that's meant to trap you. Good shit to you, man. Yeah, congrats, dude. I'm happy for you. Keep it up. Yeah. All the success. I wish all the success in the world to you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's this week's show. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at that Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 413-SAVAGE-1. Savage. Yeah. You can like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash real nerd hours podcast. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give a quick little. I'm saying a little prayer for all y'all. You know, there's a lot of weather that's being real fucked up right now. Like all of the Northwest and most of California is on fire. Yep. The Houston just got slammed. Florida's about to get slammed. Indonesia, Indonesia is flooding like crazy right now. Like. There's a lot of natural disasters going on right now. So I just want, you know, we wish you the best and hope everyone's staying safe. And, uh, you know, if you're in a disaster center and you want to play this podcast for everyone, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody stay safe out there. If you're told to evacuate, just evacuate. Yeah, don't, don't. I, I had a friend in Miami who was talking about, like, well, do I stay here and lose my house or do I leave and, and come back to nothing? It's like, no, 
you you can make it and you can rebuild once you come back you leave you come back you stay safe all of your stuff is replaceable your life is not you'll figure it out so get the fuck out of the storm path (laughs) (laughs) yeah man uh well, yeah, stay safe out there. Fingers crossed for you. My grandparents live in fucking Orlando. Oof. Dog. Yeah, yeah I got I got most of my family and most of my mom's family is in is in Florida. Fuck. But they're all smart enough to get the hell out. Well, let's hope my grandparents are active enough to be able to leave. Yeah. I got to call them actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do that. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. See you next Thursday. Yeah, have a good night.